I own it. It did. Women's Wrestling Talk. The number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Hey everyone! <laughs> this is Aisha Lomax. How have you been? I am great, Shay. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I'm really excited about this episode, though. How are really? you excited? I am very excited. Before we get into it, we want to welcome everyone here to Women's Wrestling Army After Show. Oh, and also Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. We got to get that out there. <laughs> but no, we, like you said, we're, we're really excited about um, today's episode because we have a special guest. Shay, do you want to take it over? Yes, I'm sure this voice is very familiar to you. Um, so we're gonna bring in Alyssa Marino from Women's Wrestling Army. Yay! Hello, my friends. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on with you. I'm excited for you to be here and I'm just so appreciative. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you guys for for having this show for we're doing the after show like it's so cool to like have have you guys reflect and talk about the stuff of women's wrestling army it makes me so happy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean we love it. I love the show like the more every episode comes in it's just like compelling stories and then great in ring work and I, I just love it so it, I'm the one that's grateful more so. <laughs> it's a big love fest. I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we did want to give you some questions and, yeah. you know, just kind of like, you know, have the audience get even more familiar with you just because they're already familiar with your voice, of course. Uh, so we wanted to just, you know, get to know you a little bit more. So we do have some questions. So I'm going to throw the first one at you right now. Let's go. So what was a moment that uh, you went from being a fan to kind of wanting to work in, uh, you know, the wrestling business? And who was the commentator or interviewer that kind of made you become the most inspired to come into that? Oh, that's a great question. I think that when I first started attending live events, which was when I was living in LA, and it was actually a show at a comic book store that actually is no longer around in LA. And um, it was, they, they set up a wrestling ring and they were doing the show. And I was so, it just, it blew my mind because all I had seen was it on television. I'm kind of like a, a later bloomer. Like I watched when I was really little and then I had a really long hiatus. And by the time I was getting back in, like really digging my, my, you know, my claws into it, um, I realized I'm like, oh, hey, I'm like in my 20s. I can go out to a wrestling show, you know, like I can just do this. I, I have the power to do it. And it was so thrilling to me, the idea of all of the the energy and how interactive it was. Um, so that was definitely a moment where I'm like, oh, I need to be a part of this. Like, I can't I, I just I need to I need to do this. Um, but one of the interviewers that actually inspired me the most and, and actually just overall voices was Renee Paquette. Um, I just thought she was so natural and 
so expressive and she got all the points across, but it never felt phony. It never sounded fake or like she was, you know, dialing it in. Like it always sounded like she was so engaged um, and wanted to be part of telling those stories, which is really how I always felt was I just, I want to help tell the story. So uh, to me, I just think she's absolutely fantastic. Isn't she like the she sessions is. Is, is such like a great, great show. Um, really and, and it's really, I really like her, her interviewing style. Like you said, like she's very much off the cuff, but like you can see the wheels turning. She's really thinking about it. And I love podcasts of any kind of genre that have a good host. I think that the, uh, having a great host can really push your content to like a greater level. So um, she's real. She's you. relatable. Yes, she she really <laughs> is relatable. She is. Yeah. Uh, you said a closed comic book shop. Was it Meltdown? Was it, it Meltdown? was Meltdown? Rest in peace to Meltdown. So for those of you who are not in the Los Angeles area or have never been, Meltdown Comics was like huge. It was like the kind of cornerstone of comic book stores. Yeah. It was where everyone went to in Hollywood, and they had um, they would have events. They would have tons of events and like so many things. But yes. Um, yeah, that was so man. cool. <laughs> yeah. Precious memories. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so tell us more about how you kind of came into working with Women's Wrestling Army in particular and ended up, you know, connecting with with Maria and, and Bobby. Like, what was that process like? So I know I had always had, um, obviously, an, an interest and, and wanted to be involved. And I had gotten to talking to... Bobby that I had talked to at, at some event, we had crossed paths. And when they were starting to do everything with the quest for gold with Ring of Honor's women's division, they reached out to me as an idea of like, hey, well, we're thinking we want to do this, this podcast, this interview show where we have people on and we talk about and reflect on. They were doing women's division Wednesdays. And I remember Lenny Leonard was doing um, a lot of like the, the lead-ins and, and intros. And he was also a part of their commentary team. And Lenny's like one of my biggest mentors in life. Um, so I don't know if he had kind of like pushed my name on. I don't, I really don't know, but, um, whatever the case was, Maria had reached out to me, um, about the idea of doing some, some content for, uh, at the time for Ring of Honor's women's division. Um, when everything kind of, uh, I forget around the time, was it like April when everything went a little sideways with, with Ring of Honor, you know, peak of, of the pandemic and everything that was going on. And Women's Wrestling Army kind of came about. It was, I believe they said it was a lot of, of the women that were part of the division. But I remember Willow Nightingale, they said, was a driving force behind like, hey, Bobby, Maria, you're like, you really need to do something. Like, we need to have a thing. Um, so the two of them collaborated. And when, when Women's Wrestling Army kind of came into, into being, it was me and Lenny as, as their commentary team, which was like, Oh my God, what? I get to, you know, work alongside someone that I like, I actually so many people that I like idolize and look up to. So, um, so that was really cool of, uh, how that all came about, but yeah, it was off of the, off of the, the cuffs of, um, the ring of honor women's division. Very cool. Very, very yeah. cool. And isn't Willow amazing? She's just I wonderful. I love her so much. Her energy is just, and you feel it like in the room with her too. I don't know what it is. It is inexplicable, but she is so warm and she is just so uh, lively, bubbly. Even when she's not like all smiles, like you can feel that energy like radiating off of her. It's wild. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um, so you, so this season you are um, doing, uh, you're working with Sam, Laterna this season. So how has that been? How has that like new dynamic been for, you know, for the, for commentating? Yeah. I love Sam Laterna. She yeah. is incredible. And I remember one of the first times that I got to know her was basically both of us in the same boat of, Hey, we kind of want to just work on commentary and both of us kind of decided like, Hey, you want to just like practice stuff? This is before we ever called any actual events together. So we would set up zoom calls. Um, I was still in Florida at the time she was in New York and we would set up these zoom calls with like a match and a screen share and God, all the technological hurdles we were trying to jump over. Where I'm like, well, I'll send you the file and you just press it at the same time. Three, two, one, go. And we were just always off and just trying to figure it out. But like we got to build this, this friendship together. And I just, I adore her so much for her. She is so vivacious. She is so driven. And I love to see all the cool stuff that's been coming her way. And it was really cool to finally share like an official booth and not just like a Zoom call commentary with her. Um, and like for me, there was a lot of, uh, trepidation just because I wanted to do right by her. Like when it was me and Lenny, I knew that I, I knew I had like my little, my safety blanket. I knew everything was going to be okay. I had, I had Lenny there. Um, uh, but then for me to be like, Oh shoot, like I, 
there's no Lenny. I need to, you know, step up to the plate with this. Um, it was definitely a little jarring and I'm excited for us to have more opportunities to come into a comfort with one another. We've, we've been able to like work on a couple projects here and there and build our rapport even more. Like I treasure her as a friend. Um, so now to be able to come into, you know, whatever's next, whatever next uh, event that we get to call together. Um, I can't wait to just keep building with her. There's such excitement to build. I love that. And I just wanted to ask you a question because I know you said that, you know, you lost your like uh, safety blanket. What was the mindset and how did you get yourself to a point where you were just like, I can do this. I don't need a safety net. I have all the tools. Like what kind of got you to that point? I wish I could say just like my own volition, but like, no, it was, a, it was a, sometimes it's a matter of like looking to your friends and be like, Hey, I'm, I'm freaked out right now. And then just getting like, I remember Alice in danger was like, Hey, like she gave me a hug. She's like, you're good. Like you got this, you know, you can do this. And I think that she then texted Lenny. Cause then I got a text from Lenny, like, Hey, you could do this. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so it's like, you know, until I could, uh, you know, muster it within myself. It, it, I feel like it's always okay to just like, ask for it. If you need the, if you need the support, if you need the, the reassurance, I'd rather not just sit with my own like bundle of thoughts and, you know, make myself go absolutely mad. And I would rather actually just reach out to like a trusted friend or a mentor to be like, Hey, is everything going to be all right <laughs> oh. until we can get there ourselves, you know? Yeah. That's very nice. I guess on that note, like, who do you call, like, who do you who do you consider your mentors, you know, in this business other than Lenny? I mean, definitely Alice in Danger, I think is is a top one. Marie, Maria and Bobby in their own ways, just from being able to learn so many different facets. I mean, Maria, I think is just so incredible. Everything that that she has done in this business for this business and continues to kind of chip away at, you know, what's going to be next for us and and how can we create this incredible platform? And and Bobby too, in the same token, but also so many more facets of like a production side of, of things that I got to, you know, sit under his learning tree and, and learn so much more. There's been a lot of commentary or commentary partners, I should say, that I've gotten the chance to kind of sit next to and learn from um, because I've always usually been like a color commentator role. So just being able to, to share the booth with, um, you know, James Kincaid over on the West Coast, Todd Kennelly, um, being able to kind of sit next to them and just kind of like learn as I as I go and learn from, um, you know, being able to, to share the booth with them. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff like that. I mean, God, I'm trying to think. There's probably so many more people that I'm forgetting, and I'm really, really sorry. Uh, uh, Tom Hannafin from Impact. Uh, Ian Riccoboni has been super, super kind. There are people that I think we know we're all kind of trying to just take what we do to the next level. So to have commentary or commentators of, of that caliber that I can reach out to and be like, Hey, do you mind just taking a second to like, listen to this or tell me what you think? Can you give me some notes? And then being like, yeah, okay. Like, oh, yes. So, uh, yeah, I feel very lucky that, um, I've been able to just reach out and, and pick the brains of, of so many incredible people so far. That's really cool. That's really, really awesome. So I guess on that note, you said, you know, you've learned from all these people. Like, what do you feel has been the most important thing that you have learned about this business or about your job in particular? Yeah, I think that it's so much a matter of uh, not, especially as a commentator, for me, it was not getting carried away and losing what was actually happening. Um, I remember I would kind of get wrapped up into like, well, I got to make sure I check off X, Y, and Z of these points that I want to make and and kind of getting the note of, hey, at the end of the day, just like, if you ever feel lost, just call what you see and you'll never be wrong, mm -hmm. you know? So kind of just relying back on uh, clearing the clutter because I feel like we get a lot of clutter, whether it be our, our own minds or um, – kind of our, our agenda of things that we want to tackle over the course of a match or over the course of an event. Or did I get, did I get this note in, or did I mention this championship reign that they had? And it's like, Hey, it's okay. At the end of the day, what's happening in the match is what's most important. So I think stuff like that, uh, just being able to slow myself down a little more has definitely been a good note. Mm -hmm. So what do you think has been out of all the moments in your career so far, what has been one of like the best moments for you? I hate it's it's and I don't want it to sound like it's all just about Lenny Leonard all the time. But okay. um, it can, be, it can but it, it, sometimes it can be. I, I think one of the moments that made me 
so proud was when we did the first ever Women's Wrestling Army taping and we were getting ready. It was actually a, a dual event. So we had partnered with um, Beyond had Women's Wrestling Revolution at the time, uh, WWR Plus. And uh, so I came out of that event and I was getting ready for WWA and I see Lenny. He's like, hey, I have this great idea. I'm like, cool, let's go. He's like, you're going to take the lead on this. I'm like, what? Uh, so the fact that he, uh, that he put that much trust in me it just meant the world to me. Um, there was actually a, a picture that I saved like a, like a screen cap from the actual event where he, um, it's him passing the microphone to me. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this is, this is the moment. Like we're in the ring. We're getting ready to start this event. He did like a, a little warm welcome thing. And he handed me the microphone and I'm like, this is it. Like, this is what I've been working toward being able to kind of, you know, you see it in wrestling all the time, like, oh, student versus teacher. And the teacher is, you know, knows everything the student knows. And the student's trying to prove themselves. It felt like that in that moment. It was the first time I'd ever experienced it as a broadcaster and not like talking about it. So uh, to have that moment where it's like, okay, cool. Now I get to prove to someone that I feel like invested a lot of time and energy into helping me at the beginning of my journey. Um, I get to show them like, hey, like, look, look, look what I've been doing. Like, I, I can do this. So that was a really, a really cool moment. Awesome. So before we started, Shay and I were discussing briefly just to kind of about, about like nerves, right? And about like, if you feel nervous and like all that other good stuff, what is something that you do to combat the nerves? I do my best to keep in mind that I want to use the nerves. I don't want to just force them to go away and, and force myself to be like ultra calm because I feel like that's not a good thing either. <laughs> I want to actually uh, be able to kind of like channel that energy into the excitement and the energy that I have for the match or for the event. Um, and I think one of the things that helped me do that is that I will, um, I kind of just talk to everybody. And it might get like kind of annoying because I just am like, hey, what's going on? What's happening in your match? What are you doing? So I feel like just uh, luckily it's been all like locker rooms full of friends and amazing people that I've been able to do it with. But I think just always walking around and keeping myself busy. Like I don't and a lot of people do the, you know, take a moment of calm, take a moment of breath before like. I can't do that. Like, I just need to be kind of going the whole time. Um, but for me, it, it works. And that helps me kind of like channel that, uh, what I might interpret as nerves into excitement. That's awesome. See, now we know, Shay, we know for- Don't for fight any, it. Just go right? it. <laughs> Use it, use it. Um, I want to talk really quickly about um, your serial- review. I want to, I know that you're coming back soon with new episodes. Yes. Is what I, <laughs> so, um, Kate, is there anything that you can tell us about? Do you have any special guests coming up or are you keeping that under wraps or what? So as, oh, so as of right now, it's mm -hmm. just kind of me and my bowl of cereal mm -hmm. figuring things out. Um, I forget who I was talking to about it, but I, the idea of bringing it back at shows, um, was something I was kind of like juggling with because I feel like a lot of the time now, uh, the time that I take at shows is usually just like preparing for the event itself. I don't know if it was like in LA, did I just like get to shows super early? Like, I don't know where I found the time back in the day to do these interviews. It would be like uh, on long taping days where I was actually doing more backstage interviewing for uh, championship wrestling. So I would have all this downtime, like, you know, while, where I could grab someone and, and have a bowl of cereal with them. So um, I've kind of had to tweak things around. I, I'm playing with the idea of doing zoom again, but I hate making people buy their own cereal. Like I'd rather be the one that can provide the cereal to them. So it's like things I'm trying to weigh out, but for now I'm thinking just bringing back the reviews, um, maybe doing it more of like a live setting where I can interact with people a bit more, um, mm. kind of kind of see where it goes from there, but I've missed it. Wow. That's, I mean, it's really, it's, it's funny. I was like, Oh, watching it. I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. Like cereal. Like I, I don't eat as much cereal as I used to, but it is great. Like, watching you like review and like being like oh I've never tried the cereal so like maybe that's something that I'll that I will do <laughs> if someone buys a box of cereal because they watched let's get cereal like my job is done I don't even care if you bought the cereal itself but if you go and enjoy cereal and feel inspired that's that's all that matters like sponsorships like sponsor me like that is you know <laughs> make it happen you know <laughs> right um, so you were recently um, inducted into the 2023 Hall of Fame for Capital Championship Wrestling. Congratulations. Thank you so much. <laughs> and how, like, how do you feel about that? Like, what is, how, how does that feel? What, what's going on there? 
it feels so wild because to me, I feel like it's, I, not that like I shouldn't do it, but like, I feel like that's something for like down the road in my career, but to be like, just to be recognized is I think really, really special. Um, it is uh, something I did not expect at all. I was actually in a work meeting and I got a text from Ella J and she's like, oh, congrats. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go look on Twitter. And I kind of snuck away and I'm like on, on this like work Zoom call and I'm like, like I had like a little moment because I feel like that's, it's so special just to know that you're appreciated for the things that you're doing. Like it's, I, I like for someone that has to talk for most of what I do for a living, like I was at a loss for words. I just, I was blown away. I thought it was so, so sweet. That's really awesome. And congratulations again. Like that's really cool. And like, here's to more in, in your future. <laughs> so before we wrap it up, I know Shay, she wants to ask you um, one final question before we let you go. Yes. Uh, so what is something that you want to see change in this industry, specifically for commentators and interviewers moving forward? Ooh. Um, I, I, wow, that's a really great question. I feel like just the idea of more different perspectives on commentary, because I feel like there are a lot of um, a lot of broadcasters, a lot of a lot of talent that's out there that maybe just doesn't have the platform to get their voices out there. And I feel like wrestling could really benefit from having different people of different perspectives, different backgrounds, um, different experience levels as broadcasters. I feel like can all bring something really unique. And I feel like for wrestling, we have a lot of you know developmental territories and areas where we can. Um, you know, invest in talent to grow. And I feel like to have something similar for broadcasters would be really cool. Cause I feel like a lot of the time it's, we hear a lot of the the same things with, you know, the same, same people. So I think that just spicing it up a little bit more and having kind of like the different flavors of ice cream, you know, I feel like it could really be beneficial to, to elevate more voices out there in the wrestling world. That's very cool. That's very awesome. And I hope, so too. And, you know, as, as, you know, as women's wrestling army grows and as, you know, the other promotions grow, I hope that that's something that, you know, they'll, they'll really be about, but, um, Me too. yeah, I think that's all that we have for you today. Alyssa, before we let you go, first of all, thank you. But before we let you go, can you tell everyone where they can find you? Oh, first, thank you so much. Cause this was really, really fun. And I'm really glad I got to chat with you both. No, I'm serious. This is like, awesome. I love it. Um, everyone can find me at a Y Y underscore Marino on all social media. Great. Very nice. I appreciate uh, Shay, you so you, much. Yeah, absolutely. Shay, do you have anything to add before we let Alyssa go? I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on here. I was so nervous all day just because I do look up to you and I do appreciate uh, what you're doing in this business. And I'm always excited to see your growth and just like just it's, you know, it's a big deal for me. So I'm I'm really happy that you you came for this time. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that like means the world to me. And um, I love what you guys have been doing for, for the after show, everything on Women's Wrestling Talk. So I just honestly keep it up. Keep up all the awesome stuff because it makes me so happy. <laughs> We will. We will. Okay. We we'll will. keep fighting the good fight. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day and uh, we will talk soon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the after show. All right. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm so glad we got to do that. <laughs> right. Me too. Oh, that was so much fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and thank you, Alyssa, for, 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 doing the thing for being here and, and talking with us. Yeah. Right? Um, why don't we go ahead and play the commercial? Let's take a, like a commercial break and yeah. then we'll come back with the actual after show. Cause we got some wrestling to talk about. Yes. Let's get into this fantastic commercial. Hey peeps, TK Trinidad here, boss lady of women's wrestling talk. And I want to say thank you so much for watching because you've got millions of options. Plus, you don't have to worry about sharing your password to check us out. But while you're here, hopefully you know we have so many more shows to watch. Like Turnbuckle Glam, Raw Post Show, WOW Post Show, AEW Dynamite Post Show, Women's Wrestling Army Post Show, 
NXT post show, Impact Wrestling post show, AW Rampage and SmackDown Live post show, On the Scroll, WWT Live, plus all of our interviews with the hottest women's wrestlers in the game. Make sure that you like, comment, and subscribe. Check out our website at www.talkpod.com and follow us on all social media platforms at www.talkpod and make sure to spread the word. That means send this to the group chat. Yes, even the person with the green bubble. Thanks again so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao for now. It's so funny. Every time I see that, like TK talking about those with androids and it's like, even those with the green bubble. I'm like, girl, listen, I thank you so much, Nikki. Thank you. It was, it was a, it was a good time. Thank you for joining and watching. Right. Absolutely. Hello, Doug. How are you? Hi, Doug. Hi, JD. Hi, JD. Um, We are not start restarting the interview. (laughs) Our guest is, has already departed, but on the replay, you know, watch do your thing. Back. Yeah, watch the VOD. <laughs> okay, so why don't you want to be ready? You want to get into it? You want to get into yeah. episode 30 of Women's Wrestling Army? We hope that you all had a chance to watch. If not, then, you know, here we are. Give We're going to fill you in. We'll fill in mm-hmm. the blanks mm-hmm. right now. I'm sure you did. So <laughs> right when it starts, initially, it's with um, Tasha Steeles and Gabby Laspisa, and they're kind of just it's like a replay from last week and just basically Tasha saying how she needs to get back, you know, where she was being the greatest, you know, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, But yes. um, So we have uh, Tasha Steele's come out and we have Tootie Lynn. I was excited. I love Tootie. I think Tootie Lynn just, you know, is so good in that ring just happens to get some not the best luck in terms of you know getting the w but you know what it's okay it's okay because we just love that she's just determined no matter what she's a fighter right she's a fighter exactly but that thought that was the end i thought it was going to be a two-way no no we hear from maserati and she has some words okay Basically, she's saying in order for her to really prove who she is and remove herself from the shadow that is Tasha, she has to beat her. This is a lot of time that they say the whole like, you know, student uh, versus teacher. You got to they feel like they have to beat them to prove I am finally I've, I've graduated, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that whole like everything her coming out 2D? I mean, I felt like that was bold. I was like, Maserati, like you are, you are bold for that. Okay. You, you, you want to prove something. Um, and we love Maserati. Like I do. I like her a lot, but I was like, girl, well, first of all, you were encroaching on Tootie Lynn's time <laughs> so, because you got something to prove, but okay. We'll, we'll see how it goes. No, honestly. And then, you know what? What kind of like threw me off is the minute she gets in there and they start the match, I initially thought that they were going to send Tootie back and it was going to be two-way, but then they were like triple threat. And I love triple threats. I will say it until I'm blue in the face. They're just so good. It's so many possibilities. But what I was thrown off at is Maserati spent this whole time saying how she needs to beat Tasha. Like it needs to be her for her to, you know, move on. And the first thing she does is go for Tootie and trying to get Tasha to help her. And Tasha said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> she said, do your thing, girl. I'm not helping. Yes. It's clear that Tasha's in a different mindset now. She's no longer thinking about putting, you know, helping Maserati above, you know, her end goal, which is getting back at the top and being respected, even though she is respected. But, you know, maybe for her, she felt like I'm taking these losses. It's not looking good. I need to get my respect back, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so right away, we have Maserati stomping at Tootie in the corner. I mean, just like aggressive. Um, after Tasha kind of lets Maserati know, uh, this is not like a team up, like this is not a handicap match. Sorry. This is a triple threat. Um, Tootie then gets up, fights. She gets a snapmare in and then gets a low kick on uh, Maserati. Maserati uh, kicks Maserati out of the ring. And I thought this was really <laughs> funny because... If you could just put it, 
you get your hanging out the ring like that, girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Maserati. Like you know, I had to use these pictures. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Uh, honestly, Maserati is literally like such a hoot. Every time I watch, like I'm cracking up at least three times. <laughs> That's the least. <laughs> um, so after that, um, we have Tasha and Tootie. They shake hands, which I liked because clearly there's a respect there. I I think that they kind of saw Maserati as a nuisance for the most part in this match, and they really wanted to be them two going against each other, but it doesn't happen that way all the time. It's women's wrestling yeah. army. It's very unpredictable, so you never really know. <laughs> How did you kind of feel about all that going on, though, in between? I thought it was hilarious. I'm so sorry. This, like, when Maserati got kicked out of the ring, she just hanging there. I'm like, girl, get up. Get up the whole time. Girl, get up. That was hilarious. But I do agree. Like, I I, I agree that Tasha definitely has respect, respect for Tootie. And, and it was nice to, you know, kind of see them to see them do their thing. Um, but yeah, but <laughs> I'm sorry, Maserati, it just, it was, it was, it was hilarious. Whew. Oh yeah. So after they shook hands, uh, they kind of ran the ropes a bit. They were trying to kind of get at each other, but both were kind of catching each other before they could really get a move until Tootie uh, caught a head scissors on Tasha. Tasha then catches Tootie in the corner with an uppercut, uh, then a kick into a snapmare. Uh, Maserati interrupts again, grabs Tootie by the hair. If you want to, you know, discuss that a little bit too. I, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, it was just like, y'all are just, I, I, Again, like grabbing by the hair. I'm like, y'all, please. It, I just find it hilarious. I just was laughing throughout this whole entire thing for the most part. But um, I do love like the moments where Maserati was like getting it in where we see up here, like her going to kick, doing like a kick through the 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 ropes and and Maserati's like, no, or Tasha's like, no, that's not happening. So this whole sequence, like it was just good. It's nice to just see them. Um, and we'll see in a, in a minute where like the three of them like were finally all fighting each other. It wasn't just like one on one. So, so yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was waiting for. Cause again, I already said I love triple threats. Uh, so after that, uh, Maserati did hit double knees on Tasha in the corner. She went for a pin attempt, but Tootie was there and broke it up. Uh, Tootie gets back in and, uh, gets a quick pin attempt as well. Uh, that didn't work out. Uh, Tootie hits a crossbody on both women, which I love. I thought it was cute. It was a, a quick pin attempt. Didn't work out, of course. I didn't think it would. Usually a lot of times when you try to pin both people at the same time, unless you're Roman Reigns, um, it doesn't work out. But it, it, it didn't work out that time. Uh, Maserati then hit a really beautiful Northern Lights. Like, I mean, the bridge was chef's kiss. Uh, then Tasha hit uh, double knees on Maserati directly after. It was, so this is when it started to pick up. All three women are trading hits and kicks. Uh, Maserati, uh, a kick, as you said, through the ropes. I believe that Alyssa Marino said it was a whiplash. I don't know if that's the official name for it. If it is, mm -hmm. then that's that's what that was. But I did I, I love that move every time Maserati pulls it out. Um, and then went into a roll-through um, kick to the head. Uh, Tasha gets back in because she was thrown out at some point um, and gets a step-up in Zaguri on uh, – well, from Tootie Lynn, geez. <laughs> Tasha hits a cutter for a pin attempt. It didn't work out. Then Tasha puts in the rings of Saturn, hits Maserati. Zip it. Tap. It's over. Tasha steals wins, and she's back on her journey to being the greatest. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I mean, there was no doubt in my mind that Tasha was going to take this. Like, she was incredibly determined, right? Since she made that, that open challenge, you know, for whoever... Um, yeah, I was like, I, I, yeah, I did not see anyone else taking it. Um, and ultimately I do like at the end that it was Tasha versus <laughs> Tasha steals, yeah. Tasha steals. Uh, I do like that it was Tasha versus Maserati, right? They like kicked Tootie Lynn out the ring and they were like this, we got some, we got some unfinished business. So we will see who is next for, you know, for, for Tasha's, uh, you know, challenge. Right. Yeah. And I kind of like, I, I'm glad that you said that, that it was 
Maserati that she beat because I think that's really important, especially for the audience to see that they are no longer a thing and she is on a solo journey. So that just kind of makes it clear. It's a clear, like, this is the new journey. So stop putting them together because this is now the Tasha Steele's back to being the greatest story. Mm -hmm. No one else. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we move into backstage. We get some backstage segments. We have uh, Del Mi Exo and Ashley Vox. Uh, they're backstage uh, and they're approached by Maria. Um, and of course, we all saw the Hex and them calling out, you know, teams that they feel maybe aren't rooted in really being a team and are just like thrown together, you know? So Maria's like, hey, do you guys want to take up that challenge? I mean, you guys are a tag team, right? How do you feel about that? Are you excited to see that match? Because I'm assuming it's probably going to be in the next uh, episode, which I'm really excited about. Uh, what are your mm -hmm. thoughts? Um, I'm actually excited because I have not seen um, Ashley and Delmi wrestle before. So that'll be new for me. Uh, and, you know, obviously, Bobby, maybe Miss Kate, <laughs> Miss, you know what? We gonna get we gonna get to Missa, and <laughs> we gonna get to her in a minute. Uh, <laughs> but um, I have not seen Ashley and Delmi, you know, wrestle before. So this will be a new experience for me and for anyone who's joining us for the first time. Hello, I am new to wrestling. I'm about six or seven months in, so there's still a lot that I'm learning. Um, and so usually what I do is I'll give, you know, some fun facts, but I like to do it before they actually wrestle. So I will do that for them on the next when we actually see them go up against the hex. But I like this segment. I like Maria, uh, or Miss Ma'am, like, as I like to call her, I like when she just appears, it's like, she's like an angel that like appears, they're talking and it's like, here she goes. I have an idea. <laughs> and it's always like, I have an idea. And I'm like, yes, you do. So I'm actually excited to, to see like, if if they can accept, are they up for the challenge of, you know, wrestling the Hex who have so much success because they have so much chemistry and they genuinely work together as opposed to just two random people thrown in. I'm not saying that that's in this case, but that's what the Hex was, you know, that's what their kind of concerns were. So we will see. what do you think, Shay? What do you think is going to? Oh, I mean... I'm excited. I have yet to dislike a match from the Hex, so I'm sure it's not going to start next week. It, it just isn't. Uh, so I am excited for that, and I'm excited for your stats, too. Um, yeah, because I do want to get more familiar with both of these women as well. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we move on to we get a little bit of a backstage introduction or reintroduction for uh, Jordan Blade. Um, and we've been getting reminded about this match that's going to be coming up soon. It's a triple threat between Masha, Masha Slamovich and Janai Kai and Jordan Blade. Um, I'm excited about this match though. Like it's the possibility of it. I've seen Masha um, from House of Glory. Uh, I, I saw her live and that was an awesome match. Obviously same thing with Janai. Uh, so I am excited to see, you know, how this triple threat kind of pans out. Uh, well, what are your thoughts? I, what I really liked about this segment was Jordan was really talking about how she you know, that she's getting in shape and she acknowledges like the the ability and the strength of her other component, uh, other uh, opponents, <laughs> not components. What is the word? Opponents. And um, and specifically talks about Janai Kai. You know, we've we've discussed Janai, you know, plenty by this point um, and how, you know, Jordan really wants to make sure that she is ready, you know, that she has been working hard to improve herself day after day. Uh, and, you know, that I think ultimately, yes, she wants to win, but she wants to prove that she belongs and that she has done the work um, to be able to be on that level. And so I'm really excited to I'm really excited for this one. Um, I really am. And especially for like I know about Masha, but I don't I haven't seen like a ton of stuff that she's done. But like I know that she is a powerhouse. And so like I'm really excited to to see like what what, what, we, what we get. And what I really love about these backstage, um, you know, segments where they kind of like give us more background on these wrestlers is initially I was not super familiar with Jordan and obviously I know Janai I know Masha but just from watching this now I'm leaning towards rooting for Jordan in this match you know so it just shows how important those you know little backstage getting introduced to those wrestlers like reintroduced like you know understanding them it can be such a difference maker for the mm -hmm. audience yep you're absolutely right 
Yeah, definitely. So then we have Tasha Steele's backstage after, obviously, after her win. And she's just saying that Women's Wrestling Army begins with her. And if anyone wants to, you know, get, they, they got to go through her. And then, oh, Kirk, I can't do it, but I feel like I will oh, get Kirk. there. <laughs> How do you feel about what, uh, what Tasha had to say in this quick uh, backstage segment? I mean, like, Tasha is Tasha. You know, she knows that she knows who she is and she knows what she has to bring, you know, what she brings to the table. So I'm all for it. I mean, let's see, let's see what's next. Let's have her do like, you know, her, I don't know if I don't want to call it a reign of terror, but like, let her just like, just choose. I think she just start choosing like you, like next week, you, uh, a queen Aminata or like whoever I'm wrestling. We're doing it. Period. That's what I want to see. I I like that idea. And I do have to say though, I'm kind of like with Bobby about, the miss a Kate. I, I would like to see it because I do think I enjoyed it um, just because of this uh, main event that we had. So now we can get to the to main event. I will get a horn eventually. Okay. Yeah, we'll get a horn. We'll get a horn no- noise. We'll have see if TK can add that. Um, but to what you were saying about Miss Kate versus Tasha, Miss Kay don't want that smoke. She does not. Like she may, she may be a heel, but like I don't think she is ready for Tasha. And that's all I have to say. So go ahead. Let's let's get into this one. So right away we have Miss Kay come out and she is already causing ruckus, taking hats, slapping them, slapping hoods, just like just a menace. It, it, it's t- great. She took old boy's phone. You see him standing up. She like took his phone so she can like take a photo or whatever. I'm like, girl, here we go. I love it. I'm sorry. So then we find, well, obviously we knew uh, she would be facing Trisha Dora, which I just, I love. Um, and so right away, um, <laughs> I just like how Alyssa Marina was like, she's been causing ruckus backstage <laughs> like like they're just so over it like i just want to know what's going on <laughs> i really do but i'm also really happy to see trish again because i just i love watching her work recently i saw her live at battle club pro amazing mm. amazing great match she's just so talented so i was really excited about this um right away and i'm gonna let you have a minute to talk about this Trish always puts her hand out to, sh- to shake someone's hand. Uh, you know, always showing that respect. Nissa spits her gum on her hand. Uh, what are your thoughts? We already talked about Nissa last week. Because she spit the gum in, um, in uh, whose face? I don't know. See, it got me heated. She spit the gum in uh, old girl's face. Who, whichever wrestler. I can't even remember right now. <laughs> And I was, I was like, uh, okay. it was uh, Alex Gracia. So she spit the gum out and into Trish's hand. And Trish is like, so she goes and you can't really see in this photo here, but she like throws the gum back in Mrs. face. I wanted, I thought she was going to like straight up slap it across her face. I was like, that probably would have been the better move, but mm-hmm. I am not a wrestler. So there's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, Trish said, you want to pay for that and then gets her in a chokehold in the corner. And I said, that's what you get. That is what you get. And uh, yes, Bobby, Miss Kate, she is a great heel. But like, you know, listen, I'm I'm one day I'm going to like her. I'm going to like her. She's not a bad wrestler. I am going to come back to that comment. But, you know, she haven't. In, uh, there are heels that I enjoy. Right. Like there are heels that I enjoy. I'm just not there yet because she keeps spitting at folks. And for me, I'm like, oof, oof. That's that one thing. So, um, so yeah, anyway, sorry, my tangent. Go ahead. Go ahead, Shay. We love a good tangent, okay? Um, so, yes, after you uh, uh, you said that, you kind of touched on a little bit in the tangent, which I loved, um, is that Trish did get, uh, you know, the better of Missa and push her in the corner. But then Missa then kind of was starting to come back, but not really. Trish then kind of does this twist on Mrs. Arm kind of like to get that like a wrench and then slams her into the mat. I was like, see, see, maybe she had been a little bit nicer, but mm-hmm. you spit up, you, you spit your gun in her, gun in her hands. And so now it's just, everything's going to be how it is now. Um, 
Then uh, Trish then uh, puts uh, Missa in this interesting submission. I, I've never seen it. This is the first time I've ever seen it. So I don't even have a name for it, but she was like upside down mm -hmm. on her knee. I mean, it was, this is why I say like, Trisha Dora is like extraordinary because uh, what is this? You know, like, what is this? What do you even have to say about that, that submission? I mean, that was, that's crazy. You, you, listen, I didn't, I had no idea. I hadn't seen that before. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the, that's the, the strength and the power and like the, the, intelligence you know of trisha dora where like quickly you know you see her do have a few um pen attempts but like quickly like one pen attempt can turn into another one that you had never seen before and that was in this case so yeah i mean we love uh, her so <laughs> but then now we start to kind of get to the middle uh of the match where missa then uh, she finds out what's her best course of action which is going for the midsection um so at one point she did slip through the ropes um and caught trish with a, a kick uh in the midsection uh, and then slams her into the corner uh missa then uh wrenches uh trisha um trisha geez i said trisha trisha's <laughs> midsection on the ring post that was painful looking i mean she was just pulling her like and i can't imagine what that felt like for trish uh, Missa then drives her knee into Trisha's midsection. Midsection again, as I'm saying, she's found where she wants to, you know, attack the specific body part, and she's not letting go of it, which I think is very smart, especially with someone like Trisha Dora, which I feel like she uses every piece of her body to really like cause some damage. So you have to weaken something to kind of get the upper hand. So that was smart on Missa's Kate. Um, on Mrs. Part. <laughs> I got you. You, got you. That? I, you know, how do you feel about like, you know, her plan? This whole sequence, um, again, like I, I, I really, I really enjoyed the sequence, especially you know, Missa getting uh, Trish in the in the corner of the ring and like, yeah, wrenching on her, um, and like pulling down. I don't have that picture, but there was like another one where she's actually down and like pulling, forcefully, you know, really pulling, and so. Um, and I think at this point, usually with Trish, like you can see her having the upper hand usually for a, a majority of the match. But I think here's when you're, when Missa really shows that like, she is someone to, that you should respect her as well, that she knows what she's doing as well. Um, and it's not going to be just like an easy, it's not going to be just like an easy, easy match. Like we've seen with other matches from Trish. Right. Not mm -hmm. at all. Not at all. Mm -hmm. And even between this, we got a lot of suplexes from Missus working, working that midsection, trying to just cause pain to that back. Um, and then also um, at one point, Trish tried to make a comeback, but wasn't able to pick Missa up because of all the damage that had been done to her midsection and her back by uh, Missa Kate. Uh, Missa then ca uh, catches her in this like scissors it's like a scissors submission just squeezing at the ribs uh with her legs over and over and eventually trish is able to fight out of it but there was still damage and she was still in that submission for a significant amount of time and i mean it showed uh mm -hmm. but you know trish ever the fighter comes back slams missa's face first again the same move uh gets her in the corner and gets a hip attack into a, a bomb like then a pin attempt so now we're seeing Trish kind of come back. Um, she then hits Missa on uh, in her knees. Um, Trish uh, hits a suplex and a bridge, which I thought was so beautiful. Like, I love a good bridge, you know? Mm -hmm. I love a good bridge. Uh, Trish uh, then hits a neck breaker from the corner. Uh, she kind of like had Missa up on the very top turnbuckle and then dropped her. I mean, it was so brutal. How do you kind of feel about how, what was going on at that point? Okay, so you talked about the bridge. The bridge, love it. Like I love to see that. I, I love to see the power of wrestlers when they do that. Um, and I will give I will give my my props to Missa for like you said the lock, the the leg locks, like the you know around uh, Trisha's ribs because she really had her like really really had her and that you can like you said you could tell that like that really affected her and I thought that was a really smart move and I really like that move so I'll give her her props but not too much there uh this moment right here where uh Trish tries to get the pen attempt after the bridge and it just did not uh, uh Missa kicked out of it I think or 
whatever it was. And so I love this picture right here in the middle of Trish just being like, she went to that camera and was like, do you see this? She is angry. And I do. And I, <laughs> and I thought that was really, it was a really smart uh, move to put Missa up on those ropes. And then like, you, like, I think it was the neck breaker. You said, um, that was a great, that was a really great move. And I would love to see more of that. So um, this whole entire sequence here, it was, it, this is when like it picked up and I, I was just really more engaged at this point. Mm, no, I absolutely agree. And I got to say, I do agree with you about that middle photo. It's like she activated demon time in that photo. <laughs> That's what that looks like. I'm like, oh no, Miss, I am scared. I am scared. Um, so then moving back into the match, uh, we then have, uh, Trish, she puts a cat, cattle mutilation on Missa, uh, but Missa is, uh, able to get to the ropes eventually. I mean, it didn't stop the damage that was done regardless. I mean, I love that move. Um, mm -hmm. Missa then hits a big boot, uh, another pin attempt. And again, you know what that means. We start getting the spam of pin attempts. We're getting towards the end. Um, then into a knee to the face for another pin attempt. This is now you can see Miss is getting a little desperate because it's like, what is going to put this woman away? Honestly, <laughs> uh, then slams Trish face first into the turnbuckle, uh, then catches a knee for another pin attempt to no avail. Uh, Missa then, you know, obviously when nothing else fails, when everything else fails, Missa goes, let's try to get a chair. Mm -hmm. In front of the ref, Missa. <laughs> like, she did that, not care. <laughs> she did not care. She said, I'm just going to get this chair. And the ref said, no, you are not. So I love the little back and forth <laughs> where, where he was like pulling the, no, tug of war with the chair. Um. <laughs> Honestly, because I'm just like, that, that just shows you how Trish drove her to that like she's like this i have no choice i just i need it please um but then after that uh trish uh gets a big boot to the face from uh you know obviously to missa uh and the chair goes directly into her face see what mm -hmm. happens you should have left the chair under the ring uh then trish then gets her legs wrapped around i mean this is another move i i i don't even know the name for it because it's just like she like wrapped her legs around her arms over her head to the point where Missa was incapacitated. She, I, I don't even think she tapped. She just passed out or yeah. she did tap, but it was like weak. Um, I think, I think the ref had to call it. Cause I think she did pass out. So yeah. I think the ref was like, we're done here. I will be knocked out too. Cause oh my goodness. And you know, Trish has some very defined tone legs. Okay. I, I, I would pass out too. Mm -hmm. Uh, but we have our winner, Trish Adora. How do you feel about uh, like that whole ending sequence? And where do you think that, uh, you know, Missa can go from here? Obviously, like this loss, but I don't, I don't know. You tell me. Yes, let me know. So this this last sequence, um, I agree with you. I, I love this 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 move from from Trish. Um, I really I really like it. Uh, and like you said, she's super powerful. So what I liked here is that you have a similar move that Missa did. You know, Missa obviously did it around the the, the ribs, but this time around, Trish was like, I'm just going to get you in a headlock so we can be done here. Um, and, you know, and cutting off her airway, right? Like she's bent over at the ribs, right? So just cutting off her airway. So I thought this was a really smart move. And there you go. I mean, Trish, Trish is a powerhouse. But to answer your question, Bobby, which wrestlers from women's wrestling army what we'd like to see wrestle at stardom i think that's a really good question shay i'm gonna give this to you and let me think about it i don't know i might disagree with what you say <laughs> we'll see if i can say one person um you know who i feel is very underrated sierra the more Ooh. i look at her matches and like her work I would like to see more of that in stardom. I would. I, I really do. I know that's just out of, like, but I really do feel like she's so underrated in that ring. Like, she always brings it. The only thing is just she got to pick better teammates. That's it. More teammates that, that fit, you know, that suit you. You guys on the same wavelength. She keep picking these teammates that are not on the same wavelength as her at all. So that's her issue. But in the ring, she definitely gives 110% or that's what I see. Okay. 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 
I, okay. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know one way or the other. I have to think <laughs> about that. I have to think about it, but I think you're right. I think, I think you are right. Like she needs to find someone that, you know, that she is better compatible with. I would say just from what I've seen so far, I really like Alex Gracia. And I don't know if she, you know what I mean? So again, I don't know all of stardoms and who, who has fought in stardom. So, you know, uh, I'm going to assume that none of these people have, they probably have, I just don't know it yet. Um, but I like Alex Gracia. I, I like what I've seen from her so far. And I like that she, that people seem to underestimate her a little bit. Yeah. So I think, I think those would, that would be my, my picks, my, ch my choices for, for that. Stardom. Good choice. I guess. Yeah. Right. I say it's a good choice. And then to to answer your question about where does Missa go from here? I mean, maybe Bobby's right. Like maybe she should wrestle Tasha. But I would love to see uh Tasha call her out and she, you know, basically is afraid to do so. So she, she keeps trying to avoid it. Like she pulls like, you know, an MJF and like at every point tries to, you know, run away from, you know, the challenge or from whatever. So I think that might be interesting. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what's next for Miss. I know that she just needs to spin her gum at people. Girl, like you gonna do the, you gonna do the wrong thing. I know I bring up Max every week, but you know, she gonna spit her gum at Max and Max is not gonna have it. No. Period. None. Yeah. What do you think? Bad. What do you think about Missa? Where she's gonna go? Um, you know, I think she can definitely hanger um hanger. Like I don't know what it is today, but I'm mixing words together that should not be mixed together. Um, I think she'll linger on the fact that she wasn't she didn't really tap. Uh, you know, she passed out. You know, I think that's something that, you know, she could linger on because you could say, you know what, I, I didn't quit, my body quit, you know, but my mind was so in it. Uh, as a heel would do. Um, and I still want to see things with her and Alex Gracia still be addressed because there's still something there. And I want to see Sierra get her lick back. How do you just let her do that to you, Sierra? You need to come back the next time and be like, you screwed me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, yeah, I'm all for it. Uh, Bobby says, how about Gia Scott wrestling at stardom? Gia would be great too. Yeah, I'm 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 for it, especially after you know what we saw from uh, her match against uh, uh, Brooke, right? I think that was the last time we saw her against Brooke, yeah, uh, Valentine. So she hmm. was great. I miss her. She was great, honestly. She had so much like energy, like it was so infectious, and yeah, so definitely. I honestly, for every woman that I've seen, or like not just anyone in general, I would say every last one of them could definitely you know be in stardom or anywhere like they are just fantastic mm -hmm. and i really really enjoy this product so much and i'm just appreciative for it to even be in existence so oh yay so that is it that is your episode 30 of women's wrestling army and our episode nine, I believe is episode nine. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much for being here. We would like to thank Alyssa once again for joining us. If you missed that first part of the uh, of the show, JD, you can go back and watch and um, leave some comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Uh, in the meantime, Shay, where can we find you? You can literally find me in an hour right back here literally right back here for nxt uh and we're going to talk about that because that uh stand and deliver is shaping up so it's a lot <laughs> all right uh and you can find me on twitter at aisha watches again that's where i mainly am tweeting about whatever uh and so yeah that's it. Thank you so much for joining us on Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Until next Thursday. Yes. Bye. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.